Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Howdy, everybody. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Hi. New intro. Just Who kidding. Dis? That's it. I say howdy a lot online, but not IRL because Chicago. It's a little weird. Well, I say y'all a lot now. I say y'all a lot too. It's just easier that way. It's the inclusive thing to do. Yeah. I'm Carol Ann. Matt. And welcome back to another episode of Boozed and Confused. Hey. Hi. Uh, so we have a good topic today. I know what it is, but I um, just have like a very blanket, high-level overview of knowledge. Well, you're the producer, so you kind of know everything already anyways. Um, are you saying I'm a know-it-all? I... It's in your nature, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of in your nature, yeah. Um, yeah, so before we get into the topic that... Just do all the housekeeping <laughs> we got just gotta like do a recording or something no i like to do it fresh off the top of the dome when half the time i forget what i'm supposed to say <laughs> well you normally say that we don't have a patreon or a buy me a copy uh, but the best way you can support us mm-hmm. and other small podcasts is by uh-huh. leaving a three-star review no no just leaving a review <sighs> We're not going to ask you for highly rated reviews. However, if you leave us a one-star review and tell us to eat shit. I might. <laughs> that that would be fine, too. Uh, but yeah, so that's one of the things. Um, if you like the pod and you want to support us, the best way you really could do that is by leaving a review, especially if you listen on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to uh, subscribe, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. Get new episodes every Monday. And if you do leave us a review and you take a screenshot and you send it to us, we will send you some boozed and confused stickers for free. Yeah, please, please do. I'm going to start handing them out to my students. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to my students who Google me and have found me. Oh, and no. Found this. Oh, no. Um, I have one thing to say to you, and that's cool your beans. <laughs> do your homework. Nope. And there's no extra credit. Just uh, cool your beans. <laughs> That's all I got to say to them about that. Uh, what are the other ones? I am drinking a black coffee mm-hmm. because now that my students follow this, um, it's just coffee. <laughs> just coffee. And yeah. also, we're getting rid of the name Boost. We're just confused. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Confused. You could be bruised and confused. That'd be a good like MMA podcast. Yeah. Bruised and confused yeah. from the concussions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. The last one. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to come hang out with us, the last like three weeks, I've been saying that we're going to get better about the, the midweek content that we post. I'm sorry, guys. I've really been lacking a little bit, not posting more than like a couple times a week. It's just because it turns out growing a another human is exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't see you doing anything ever. I think I think you're being pretty ridiculous. I will kill you after 
a word from our sponsors. <gasps> Finally? <laughs> no, we don't have any sponsors. Is it Revolution Brewing? No. I wish it were Revolution <laughs> Brewing. They can totally sponsor me. Um, and the last thing, if you don't have social media and you want to send us um, an email, you can do that at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your weird stories. Um, yeah. Yep. And I think without further ado, that's uh, that's it for today. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> so I'll, I'll hand it over to you and you could just take it from here oh i thought we were done yeah no i would i would nice, love a four quick minute one. pod yeah nice quick one i've actually seen a few pods that are like yeah daily three minute episodes yeah i just don't that's not me i need like one that's like three hours long yeah like a six hour long episode would be just in my wheelhouse i don't think so yeah oh no the cat's here We'll Apollo. see how this goes. Co-host Apollo. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. The um, local heckler. Yeah, he's he's pretty mean. Yeah, he would he man. would definitely leave us a one star review. Yeah, he's a bad man. I mean, we just fed him, so hopefully he'll be chill. I don't think that's gonna be the case. He's already climbing on stuff. He just wants attention. Don't we all? Oh. At the end of the day, isn't it just human nature? He's got the head in the box. Here comes a scream. Nothing. So it's so, so scary. I I don't want to like have to pause and then restart. No, we but don't we do go. that anymore. Nope. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, our topic today has a glowing history. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna divorce you. I think just for that joke. Well, I think I divorced you first because of the socks thing. Yeah. The, yeah. the compression socks. If anyone wants to know a really fun thing about pregnancy, um, especially when you get into the third trimester, you start to wear compression socks. Um, so I treated myself to some, this is not an ad, not sponsored. Oh, I wish it were though. Um, I treated myself to some Sockwell compression socks and naturally I got ones that had cats on them. And it's when you take sweet. the socks off, uh, there are cat <laughs> indentations left on the leg. <laughs> You know, it's fine. It's temporary. So, not my memory. <laughs> it's permanently ingrained. Uh, the bananas, the, uh, the little tacos. The tacos. I had little, yep. little cacti mm -hmm. that had little Santa ingrained hats. Ingrained in my memory yeah. forever. Yeah. All right. Take it away. I start with a quote. Okay. We were totally focused on one thing, as if we were in a dream we would sometimes go back to our workroom to have another look at things. Our precious products were set out on the tables and shelves. All around us, we could see their slightly luminous silhouettes. And the glowing forms floating in the dark always gave us a new sense of excitement and delight. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. That's from Marie Curie. Mm -hmm. Who, with her husband, Pierre Curie, Discovered radium, uh, 21st of December, 1898. Okay, I'm listening. I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, she's she's pretty neat. She's pretty dope, yeah. Yeah. Like women of history. Just like a yeah. glowing part Stop of history. It. You can't make the same joke twice. Right, so Marie and Pierre, um, who was totally killed in like a horse-drawn carriage accident, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, Pierre Curie was uh, killed in a horse-drawn carriage accident. 
Um, they extracted radium from a piece of uraninite, which is like uranium in like uh-huh. rock form or something. I'm not a scientist. I'm sorry. <laughs> not a science pod. It's fine. So once they extracted the stuff from uraninite, they found that the remaining stuff was still radioactive. Uh, this discovery was pretty huge, uh, historically speaking. Uh, it led to Marie and her husband receiving the Nobel Prize in Physics, even though, not surprisingly, the committee had originally intended to only honor Pierre and his friend Henri Becquerel. God, I just... Yeah, okay. I got a lot of thoughts. It's like, we still see... Yeah. Typical science... It's a boys' club. <laughs> uh, actually, took some advocacy from a Swedish mathematician named Magnus Gosta Mitag Leffler. Ooh, uh, nice pronunciation. Thank you. Uh, I went to IKEA the other day. Yeah, <laughs> you were there too. <laughs> yeah, so just practiced. Perfect. Yeah, he he pushed to have Marie's massive contributions to this to be properly acknowledged. Uh, yeah, so this led to Marie Curie being the first woman to be awarded the Nobel Prize. She's so cool. She's so cool. She's so cool. So not only was she the first woman to receive the prize, she's the first human, period, to receive two. Oh. Because in 1910, Marie and André-Louis de Berm announced that they had isolated radium as a pure metal. So they just like one-upped themselves, basically? Yeah. So I thought about kind of going in depth about it, but it's like... They used electro, electrostalysis Electro. or something, <laughs> electrolysis. I didn't take the note on this. So uh, they used some like spicy water uh-huh. and they, they figured it out, whatever, yeah. they figured it out. So anyway, radium, upon its discovery, uh, becomes all the rage. Yeah, totally. Glow yeah. parties. Right? Yeah. Um, it became an item of luxury. Mm. Yeah, radium. Uh, so companies sold things like radioactive bottled water. Oh my god! <laughs> um, as a health tonic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like those people who buy those eight dollar like pH level waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I'm more of like a hose drinker myself. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I like to really get the minerals from the local neighborhood. Right. I like suck rocks. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Um, also put in face creams, claiming to remove wrinkles and such. Well, it'll remove something. Well, they say like it gives you like a, a glowing complexion. Oh my gosh. How how many times in the notes? I haven't looked at the notes 12, at all. 12. <laughs> at least 12. Okay. Uh, radium, upon its discovery, was thought to be a cure-all. Um, there was a medication created called Radithor. Ooh. Radithor. That's uh, metal. So aside from cancer, Radithor cured Injuries, depression, mm-hmm. impotence, mm-hmm. hypertension, cough, and the flu. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was even used in toothpaste. So. It makes your teeth glow white. <laughs> so, so was it that this was actually curing things, or was it that like, I don't know if this is in the notes. I don't want to spoil anything, but. Well, actually, um, they found. I think this is why. Um, People who did have cancerous like tumors, they found that when you put uh, uh, radium on the tumor, it would shrink. Okay. So which is why they thought yes. if it cures cancer, it's good for everything. Then. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, so shortly after radium was discovered, it was found that if you mixed radium salts with zinc sulfide and a, like a type of glue agent, uh, the result would be glowing paint. Amazing. Which is where we kind of get to our story. Yes. Um, so uh, science time, <laughs> the radium caused the zinc to emit photons, which is the luminescent, you know, it's like the glowing part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that popular like pale green glow we see in like glow in the dark things i don't uh-huh. think we still no we definitely don't no, still use it. no way not. no way uh so this was actually in response to the need of world war one soldiers not being able to see their watch dials in the dark after hours of like crawling in the mud in mm-hmm. the trenches uh, also it being nighttime uh this is actually a bit of like uh, of like watch history for me Oh, yeah, yeah, you are quite the watch collector. I do you? like the watches. Yeah. Um, originally, men mainly used pocket watches, and women would wear a wristwatch. Interesting. Why? I had no idea. Is it because women didn't have pockets? Probably. They still don't. Well, we still, you know, we still get gypped out of pockets, so that's fine. <laughs> um, so the need for the soldiers to have a wristwatch. Uh, led to the uh, basically like the uh, like a big demand for men's watches specifically to be designed to be worn on the wrist and not in the pocket okay see i kind of thought like if you were rich you had a like a pocket pocket watch watch. i always kind of associated pocket watches with wealth as well i think of like like a, a doctor who yeah i actually had a huge like I'm going to dress up like Doctor Who kind of phase. Mm-hmm. And I totally bought a pocket watch. A Doctor Who pocket watch, actually. Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I still have it, too. I still have it. It's, it's somewhere in that drawer. Um, yeah, I still have it. I haven't used it in years, though. So not only did the wristwatch become a popular item for the men, uh, the fact that the soldiers had this like glowing wristwatch so you could see it in the dark, uh, became also a pretty big demand from the consumers. So post-World War One, watchmakers begin painting their watches with radium paint. Perfect. Which allowed you to see in the dark. Yeah, it's logical. Uh, actually, the paint had a really clever name. What was it? Undark. Oh, gosh. Undark. <laughs> Marketing has really come far these days. Like, you... You think about like undark and then you think about like the Wendy's Twitter and it's like that's the evolution <laughs> of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so not only did the like glowing watch become like a huge craze, you know, it's like the iPhone 20, 15, 6, X, X6 Pro. Yes. Extra large. Yes. Uh, everyone has to have one. It's not only used in watches, it's also used in like many types of paint uh there's the cat yes there he is there's his commentary uh it's used on signs it's used to paint the little numbers on seats in the theater um it's also used for like the eyes of toy dolls and it was also used um on airplane dials so like it had lots of use i mean from a time when you had the like did they have yeah they totally had electricity <sighs> don't uh, scrap that don't scrap that to. i'm ignorant it's fine. It's fine. stupid 
That's okay. Uh, and you know what's kind of cool is allegedly you could tell the people who worked with this stuff because they had a glow about themselves at night. Like not even like being punny. Like they actually like glowed. Like their hair sparkled and stuff. Uh, like in Twilight. Yeah. Oh, well, I never, you know, I never got into Twilight, but that's all right. They're vampires. Yeah. But these people are not. They are like workers and, and such. Now, since radium um, had been understood to have been beneficial to health, uh, people, predominantly women, um, since they had like smaller hands, um, they were hired to paint the face of watches. Perfect. Right. So it's like a win-win. Make some good money. Get some nice, nice uh, healthy perks. Mm-hmm. So like bet. Um, I want to say they made oh, like 17 cents per watch. Uh-huh. Perfect. But they would paint a ton of them every day. And that's yeah. that's good money. I mean, that's like 1900s money right there. Yeah. That's like seven, eight, nine. That's at least minimum wage. Sure. 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 I'm not going to fact check that in real life, but sure. So to maximize the time working on the painting process and not like on like cleaning and stuff, the girls working on the watch faces were encouraged to use their lips and tongues to keep the brushes fine tipped. Great. You don't yeah. want to have a smudgy number mm-hmm. on your wristwatch. That's just bad business. This sounds like some shit that Amazon would tell its workers to do. I'm just going to be honest. You know, I, yeah, I was I was just thinking about like we're just talking a lot about like big business right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, since it's harmless, um, you know, the girls were told that the radium was completely safe for them to handle and it also was like a wonder element it was, a, it was like a wonderful product uh they were told that the radium would bring a rosy glow on their cheeks and even if the radium wouldn't provide them with the perks of using radium it wouldn't harm them because uh for the quantity of radium in the paints they used was almost negligible so you remember that episode of spongebob where they're selling chocolates chocolates their sales tactics just get scummier and scummier and like full of lies just to sell the chocolate like it'll you rub it on your skin it'll make you live forever i remember chocolate (laughs) sweet chocolate i remember when it was invented that's basically this (laughs) i hate you uh so this is all this is all good and well like so the women working in these paint face watching factories were like bet i'm gonna glow i'm gonna have great health benefits i'm making money the people who were in charge of uh the company uh they're called u.s radium uh the like the doctors and the higher-ups were actually quite avoidant in like touching this stuff they would wear masks gloves they would use lead screens uh, to just not touch the stuff. Oh, good. But they were telling the women to basically put totally it in safe. their mouths. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now, since the working girls were told that this radium paint was actually good for them, and since they were already putting it in their mouths every few minutes, they began painting their nails and their faces, oh yep. uh, even their teeth. Yeah. Um, I read some stories that they would like go on dates and they would like, prank their date with like this glowing stuff and they thought that was hilarious oh good yeah you know like a paint party (laughs) 
sounds awful. Right. So not only the U.S. Radium Corporation's girls, but other corporations' workers began coming down with extremely bizarre health issues. Oh, you don't say. Right. And it was entirely dumbfounding doctors at first. So I have a... I have some names. I have some people. Um, one of the first documented people to be observed by a doctor's name uh, is uh, Francis Helen. Oh man, Spletchstocker. You were doing yeah, that sounds about right. You were doing so good with the pronunciations. It's just like the confidence that you have behind them is really what makes it sound legit. Well, when you're a teacher, you just kind of fake yeah. it till you make it. <laughs> exactly. And then like after a year, I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Well, next year I'll say it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was a working girl from Waterbury, Connecticut, and she developed anemia and began complaining about tooth pain and arthritic symptoms. Mm -hmm. So uh, she decided that, you know, enough's enough. I'm going to go to the dentist to get this tooth removed. Oh, God. Right. Okay. It's bothering her that much. Yeah. So yeah. this is bad. I, I hate this. The the dentist found upon removing the trouble tooth, they also took part of her jaw with it. Oh, my God. Um, her jaw broke pretty much upon the touch. Oh, my God. Right. Um, her condition continued to deteriorate. And within one month of her tooth extraction, she was dead at the age of 20. <gasps> oh, my God. Turns out. Turns out. Women using this radium-laced paint began losing tons of weight, having their teeth fall out, having their skin rot away, their jaws would break upon small touch, and holes would form in their skulls. Oh, my. In their skulls? Yeah. It's, it's a pretty gruesome uh, thing. If you look up radium jaw, uh, there are pictures of people with totally radium jaw. Um, there's, there's one guy. He's, he's like an athlete. I, I didn't add this into the notes because it seemed kind of like off topic. <gasps> oh, God. Actually, that picture, I think, is Francis. Yeah. Uh, with like the really big, uh, yeah. like, yeah, that's 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 Francis. Uh, X-rays would show that people who came into contact with radium paint, um, their bones began to form holes. That's terrifying. Right. Um, more science time. The... <laughs> The body treats radium in the same way it treats calcium. So it deposits mm -hmm. it in the bones. Oh, my God. And instead of fortifying the bones as calcium does, you know, healthy bones, oh, milk. Oh, this is the uh, worst mental image. Yeah, it like ravages the bones. Oh, my God. So quickly following the death of Francis, I'm not going to bother the last name, um, four other girls in a New Jersey factory died, and many more were ill with very similar symptoms. This is... Okay. Yeah. All right. So cases are popping up left and right. Doctors begin to learn that the people who were coming down with these symptoms were currently or were previously working with uh, these wash painting factories. Oh, so they just, like, didn't even... It took them a minute to yeah. figure it out oh yeah. god how like horrifying would that be if you're a doctor and like that starts to come in and you're oh well, i assume it's probably something similar to like what doctors started to go through with the beginning stages of covid but right oh. so you know it takes a couple instances to 
negate oh it's a coincidence yeah it's like almost every single person who's come down with these symptoms are working or were yeah, working like at these factories yeah. mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. that's scary now here's i mean it's already pretty awful uh here's where things get really bad as if it wasn't bad enough okay picture yourself you Me. you're a ceo of I a company a yes i am the ceo <laughs> <laughs> You find out that a lot of your workers are being terribly and often irreparably irreparably sick or dying. Well, you know, Well, no, no, that's, no, no. Just, that's just the way it goes. It's your fault. Well, that's just the way it goes. What do you do? Okay. Actual me. Actual you, yeah. Please, because my notes go off of you saying the good thing. <laughs> Actual me would probably stop production. And like, like immediately halt everything, um, and try to get things sorted out. If I were a villain, if you were uh, Beth Jezos, yeah. <laughs> if I were Beth Jezos, I would tell you, um, go get a job somewhere else. If you don't like this, you have options. It's a privilege to work. Yeah. <laughs> now get back to it. Also, side note for anyone that listened to last week's Amazon episode, um, literally we released it on Monday and then Monday morning I'm like listening to, I think it's the daily and they had ads from Amazon that were like, Amazon has a $15 an hour minimum wage and that's higher than the $7 and 25 cent. It was some shit. How much is your soul worth? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much do you hate yourself to work for $15 an hour? Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you gave me a good answer. You'd probably stop production. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. revisit some things, mm-hmm. look at, you know, the doctors, talk to them and such. That doesn't happen here. Of course not. That doesn't because happen money. here. Exactly. Uh, there's another girl who is affected by this. Her name is Grace Fryer. Okay. Uh, coming down with similar symptoms. She sought the help of a specialist enter dr frederick flynn i hate him already i think and am so, i supposed to <laughs> eh, i just, think i'll find out yeah we'll see so dr frederick flynn i want to say he worked with columbia mm-hmm. flynn and his fellow experts so there's more than one uh came to the shared conclusion that nothing was wrong with fryer <laughs> and there was no connection to her paint or her job yeah so just like gaslight her into thinking she's crazy and just sweep the rest under the rug dr flynn yeah 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 not a doctor yeah that's fine he's not, not a, doctor? a doctor he's a Was toxicologist it? he's a toxicologist okay. who works for us radium yeah was it one of the ceos who like put on the little um glasses with like the nose attached <laughs> like yes i'm the doctor his fellow experts big wigs and the vice president of u.s radium so they're just wow it it must be amazing to just have so many talents like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah uh not actual doctors saying nah you're fine they're it's just uh, u.s radium shills saying this yeah so it's basically like the same level of medical knowledge that people it's, on like, it's face- like me facebook comments have it's like me yeah <laughs> okay, oh, you're great. fine yeah so in an attempt to keep this from going public u.s radium goes to doctors and dentists and offers to pay them off to not tell them what's wrong with them 
but to tell the women that they have syphilis. <gasps> I feel like if you are, if, if you have any ounce of integrity, you wouldn't go along with this. But you know who would go along with this? You know how the toothpaste commercials are like nine out of ten dentists recommend. It's that one out of ten that would be like, oh yeah, I'll take your money and I'll tell them they got syphilis. <laughs> right. Well, this is like a numerous front attack mm-hmm. on the women who are trying to go public with mm-hmm. this. Um, well, syphilis, when left alone, um, can affect many organ systems in the body. Right. Uh, it could be your heart, your blood vessels, the brain, and the nervous system. Uh, again, left alone, it's it's very treatable from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, very serious syphilis. Um, would it take about 10 to 30 years to take hold, but it would damage your organs and, you know, uh, you'd be covered in these like sores that would yeah. rot your skin away pretty much and you would die. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. not only would this get the media off of us radium, it would also just train wreck the girl's reputation. Yeah, of course. Cause now not only are you sick, you look like a whore. That's exactly the point there. Those poor girls. So then it got down to, okay, if if you're not going to misdiagnose the girls for money, uh, maybe we can pay you to not talk about it. And just don't say anything at all. Correct. Great. All right. Cool. And just to show that U.S. Radium knew about this prior to the outbreak in cases, um, a Harvard physiologist named Cecil Drinker uh, essentially uh, ripped U.S. Radium a new one uh, with a report on the conditions of the factories. Good for Cecil. Right? U.S. Radium changes his report, and they leave his name on it. Oh. Pretty much, he said in his original report, um, there's dust everywhere. The dust is glowing. Um, I see it on the girls' clothing. It's on their undergarments. It's on the chairs. It's everywhere. This is horrible conditions to work in very dangerous should not work here and then what the report is just edited to say everything is good <laughs> that's exactly what it is u.s radium i know we keep saying u.s radium and i keep getting some sort of like weird european accent mix in there but it works fine. for me it that's works fine. for me um u.s radium says well in the altered report um this is a very clean place very great conditions they're lucky to have such good conditions to oh work in. Oh, my God. In. It's Buff Jesus. Correct. And so a couple years later, uh, in 1925, Drinker found out his report was altered, and he tries to republish the report. And U.S. Radium threatens to sue him. I thought you were going to say threatens to kill him or just, like, has him whacked. Right? That... Would, so that's what I would do if I was a CEO. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this does not stop him, and this kind of begins a domino effect of, like, public lawsuits. Hell yeah, Cecil. Everybody should be a little bit of Cecil. See something, say something. Correct. And so after uh, seeing that Drinker had come into, you know, combat with uh, U.S. Radium, Grace Fryer, uh, the girl from earlier, um, sought to seek legal action against U.S. Radium. Now, um, think about, like, your run-of-the-mill lawyer. 
uh, mm-hmm. trying to compete against Amazon. Yeah, no, it just wouldn't. It's a nightmare situation. Yeah. Lawyers do not want to touch this. Um, U.S. Radium's connections and their money uh, make this a nightmare for your average you know, lawyer. But uh, by 1927, now mind you, two years have just passed. Grace is getting sicker and mm-hmm. sicker. There's there's no turning around from this. Yeah, I mean, there's. it's not like taking more is going to cure you. Correct. Um, in 1927, attorney Raymond Berry takes the case. Okay. And Grace Fryer is actually joined by a few other girls. Their names are Edna Hussman, Catherine Schwab, and sisters uh, Quinta and Albina Larice. And they all join the suit. All right. All right. We're getting somewhere. Right. So now this is where we get the famous Radium Girls name. Yes. Okay. Historically. So the the heads of uh, U.S. Radium uh, try to stall court cases, hoping that the girls die off. <gasps> oh, my God. They're so scummy. I expect nothing less. Um, but still, I'm slightly shocked. Correct. Uh, they even tried to postpone the case for over a year at one point. I think it was like like um like fourteen months. It's basically that meme where it's like you can't have a lawsuit against you if you don't have any. Would they be the plaintiffs? Defendants? Right. Yeah. There's no <laughs> plaintiff. There's no case. Uh, however, by the time this happens, it's already in the public, and there's like an uproar of like, no, you have to have the court case. Are these watches still being made at this point? Um, they were made up until about 1970 with the paints. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> okay. we're, we're gonna get yeah, to that. We're okay, gonna get to okay. that. Kind Spoilers. of. Spoilers. Right. So it isn't until 1928 that the women are able to be in court. Uh, so this is January of 1928. Two women are bedridden, and not one of them could even raise their hand to take the oath. Oh, that's terrible. That's how weak that's sad. and broken down they are. Uh, and so despite an expert's testimony claiming all the girls would be dead within a year, <laughs> U.S. Radium tries to postpone the case again. On what basis? Because their guys are on vacation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, super normal for a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, that's a nice little sabbatical. And so the reality is setting in that they are all dying. Yeah. And so long story short, they decide that they need to pay off some of their medical bills. They need to have some level of comfort in their last days of life. They decide to settle out of court. That's, I feel like that's so common for companies who enter lawsuits. It's just a lot easier for them to settle outside of court mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. out of the public eye and keep a little bit of hush money here and there. Absolutely. So in the end, the girls agree to not hold U.S. Radium liable for their health issues, and they receive $10,000 each. That's it? Well, th- hold on. That inflates to like 135000 That's still nothing. <laughs> that is nothing. I don't know what medical costs were back then. I'm sure it wasn't like $100 per ibuprofen. Correct. Um, but oh my God, that's insulting. Well, here's the kicker. No. Here's, no, it gets <laughs> worse. It gets, it gets worse. Here's the kicker. 
uh, U.S. Radium has a response to the settlement, and it was more or less them saying, Ha <laughs> losers. <laughs> gotcha. No, they said, um, we settled. Not because we're wrong, uh, but because our reputation was being destroyed and we wouldn't receive oh. a fair case. Oh. I feel like I've I've heard that so often with like a lot of um, recent cases over maybe the last five years where they're like, oh, well, the news coverage of this is just like swaying public opinion. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be such like a shitbag, you know? Yeah. People have that opinion that you're a shitbag because you're a shitbag. So if it looks like it and smells like it, it probably is. There's even more. It gets a little worse. <sighs> okay. At least with their public, you know, announcements. Yeah. Did they ever retract that the girls had syphilis? That's a great question. I just want to know. That's a great question. I have no My idea. My guess is probably not. I'm going to say no. Because of the, we're not wrong. <laughs> that these women of loose moral fabric yeah. <laughs> happen we- to work at our factory <laughs> and then we're out meeting all the boys at night we had no idea we had such hoes working at the factory we wouldn't have hired them if we had properly vetted them oh my god okay yeah i'm ready for the rest here's what they say yeah this is a direct quote okay is this gonna make me mad i feel like it's gonna make me mad oh just you wait we unfortunately gave work to a great many people who were physically unfit to procure employment in other lines of industry cripples and Persons similarly incapacitated were engaged. What was then considered an act of kindness on our part has since been turned against us. Okay. Is there more? No, that's all I read. Oh that's all my I'm gonna read. God. That's all I'm going to read. How much more is there? None of the notes. There's okay. there's more out there. This is all I had for the notes. Oh my God. What a bunch of assholes. Truly. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, so uh, the case is over. Uh, although U.S. Radium still claim no fault, they do immediately change the working conditions for the rush of their workers. We're not wrong. We're just doing this so y'all can't sue us again. Exactly. So oh my God. Uh, licking and uh, lip pointing the paintbrushes was no longer allowed. They were given safety equipment. And this actually, like, drastically drops the number of illnesses and injuries and et cetera of working with radium paint. Is there a but? No, there's okay. not really a but. It With with radium, uh, it's, like, ten times worse when you ingest it yeah. than, like, having it on your skin. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I want to say during the court case, Marie Curie was still alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, she I was, think she would be, yeah. Well, she didn't live a super long time because of all the radiation and stuff. Oh. There's actually, oh, um, yeah. there's this there's this old cartoon on MTV. It's called Clone High, um, which I think is coming back in real life. Uh, I think it was like two seasons long. Uh, it's a high school full of cloned historical people. So there, there's like Cleopatra mm-hmm. and JFK are like dating Oh. Joan of Arc has a crush on Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I would. Gandhi watch that. is like a party animal, but the Marie Curie clone is like horribly deformed. Oh. 
but it's a it's a really good show. Yeah. There's there's Genghis Khan. There's mm-hmm. uh, Vincent Van Gogh. It, it's it's a great show. Does Vincent have both ears or? Uh, he's always wearing a little like bandage yeah, over his okay. head. He's yeah. he's super funny. Yeah. It, it's a brilliant show. Only it's actually got the cast of Scrubs in it. Oh. Yeah. I, okay. I'd watch that. Top ten show of my yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And it's I just, coming back. I just on... have to get through all the episodes of Love Island UK. Nah. First. Nope. Um, okay, so uh, so like you know, court cases are over. It's been settled. U.S. Radium has this horrible statement about we're just the good guys and they're taking advantage of us. Oh my god, this is literally fucking Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> we pay at work is fifteen dollars an hour. There's also just another. Sorry to go back to Amazon. I think there was just another article that came out in the last like twenty four hours that confirmed that. Like, management at Amazon knew, especially delivery drivers, um, were peeing in bottles and pooping in bags because they didn't have time for bathroom breaks. But Amazon is kind enough to pay them $15 an hour, despite their weak bladders. Yeah, make your money somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy. So, long, long story short, again, um, the media sensation the court cases surrounding this case actually did some pretty big things moving forward uh like establishing legal precedents that triggered uh the enactment of regulations uh regarding labor safety standards this is why we need osha and this is why we need unions right um it it basically gave workers a baseline to stand on uh, regarding like suffering at work that's terrible i mean that's great but that's this whole thing is awful yeah yeah um besides that it improved industrial safety standards and the lawsuit and resulting publicity from this whole thing was a factor in the establishment of occupational disease labor laws nice yeah okay. um so yeah uh What's what's really upsetting about this is how quickly and easily the corporation was able to enact these health procedures. Oh, yeah. Like, they could have done it in the first place, but they didn't want to. They were doing it for themselves all along. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Um, another example of how uh, <laughs> big companies can be um, shit. Yeah I, yeah. I I swear we're not like a propaganda podcast for, um, you know like the little guy or against corporations or anything, but also like uh, corporations have done a lot of really sketchy shit in our history. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, it's like the bigger you get, look, I'm all for like mom and pop shops. Yeah. If I'm going to get something, I would rather spend three more dollars on it. Yeah, exactly. Five dollars even, know. whatever make sure their kid can go to like a freaking ballet class every now and then you know yeah yeah oh that makes me sad this whole thing makes me sad yeah so that question you had about the um, paint being used on watches yes yeah it, it was up until like the 1970s that they used it they just weren't you know eating the watch before correct yeah, they weren't okay. ingesting any paint yeah 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 uh, one other one other thing I again was just watching some like articles um, like these like little videos um, I want to say one of the last living 
like radium girls Mm -hmm. um lived to be like 104 years old no way not any of them from the court case they all died pretty quickly on yeah um but like a worker from that time period died in like 2014 and and she uh exclaimed that she hated how the paint tasted so she never put it in her mouth Oh, I was going to say, like, did she work there for, like, a day? Oh, no. no. She actually, <laughs> she claimed to be a terrible employee and oh, went good. very slowly good. and never put it in her mouth. Good for her. Yeah, so 104 good. years saved old. saved her life, probably. She did have cancer twice, but lived to she lived to 104 years old, yeah. and she was a little sassafras in her interview. Yeah, well, I, I would channel some of that energy. Yeah, so that takes us to present day, where... I I think it's a same fight, different name. Yeah. Is U.S. Radium still around? That's a great question. I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. I, I, I hope not. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, especially with all of the um, labor standards that we have and the unionizing and, and OSHA, uh, but also like social media and the, the way that the press has shifted exactly as you said like corporations are still doing really shady shit they've just changed what they've been able to actually get away with ah defunct may of 1970 yeah which kind of coincides with the watches uh, ceasing to be painted that makes sense oh one trick pony over at us radium i guess right you gotta like roll with the times (laughs) you know at one time mcdonald's was just burgers yeah exactly and now you know what um I don't know what else they sell. Chicken? Chicken, chicken, chicken in loose quotes. Right. Uh, it's like C-H-I-K-N. Yeah. It's chicken. D- chicken flavor. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can get a McFlurry. If, 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 the, if engine, the machine's not broken. If the machine's working. <laughs> yeah. Um, they went defunct in 1970. Good. Fuck them. No, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. That's... uh. A brief history of radium girls. Uh, if so, like I, I know I heard about this before looking it up, but actually seeing how disgusting the corporation acted in the wake of problems arising. Oh, our workers are getting sick and dying. Better just sweep this under the rug. They have syphilis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a whore. Um, I, I've heard of the radium girls before, I think first when I was in college, probably in like a business ethics class. Um, but I think it was probably one of those things where you read like a few pages and it's like a paragraph yeah, in a history exactly. book. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is, I, I knew some of this stuff. I did not know a lot of the stuff of like the, like, Oh, our kindness has been taken for granted from us radium. That's awful. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. It, it was pretty upsetting, but again, I'm I'm not surprised by this kind of behavior at this point. Yeah, I no, neither am I. Anything for money. It's Mr. Krabs running every corporation, basically. <laughs> Give me money. Lots of SpongeBob references. Today. Yeah, Good I'm for you. sorry. I don't know why. Good for you. Probably because I've been spilling food on myself enough to be a toddler. Um, that's kind of just where my mindset is. That's okay. Well, yeah, I guess thanks for joining us today. Stick around, um, you know, for the next 
minute or so, we have a little promo for you. What? From uh, our friend Nathan over at uh, Breaking Down Bad Books podcast. It's actually hilarious. Um, if you think like Twilight deserves to be shot on, um, Breaking Down Bad Books is the podcast for you. So we got, we got a little promo for you at the end of this episode. Oh, cool. Well, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, sounds good. Don't eat radium. Well, I definitely ate lead paint once in my <laughs> life, at least once. Great. Great. We're doing really good. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analyzing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. Following my breakdown of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight, I'll be digging deep into the raunchy Twilight fanfic turned erotic romance, Fifty Shades of Grey. Although I'm not sure romance is the best word to use. Join me every Monday and Friday for chapter-by-chapter analysis of the book that Salman Rushdie said made Twilight look like war and peace. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or visit breakingdownbadbooks.com for all the listen links and contact information. I have a feeling that it's going to get awkward, but let's get through this together. Happy reading!